Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Happy Franchise Tag Day. Also, Quarterback Hand Size Day. We got a lot to cover here. Come on in, stay a while. Check in with Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk in a little bit. The uh, whispers, the rumors, the innuendos that... uh, have filtered out of the NFL Combine, including could Tom Brady perhaps come back and play for the Dolphins? Now, once again, that's only a rumor. Our good buddy Rich Eisen was talking about the rumors that he heard at the uh, the the fact that Philip Rivers was trying to come back last year. I mean, some wild things that uh, have happened and could possibly happen. Get an update on Lamar Jackson. What are the Ravens going to do as they move forward? Do they give him the exclusive franchise tag? Or do they give him a franchise tag that allows him to negotiate with somebody else? And then the Ravens would get two first-round draft picks. Uh, We'll also look at the Combine and what happened at the Combine, how that will affect the NFL draft coming up. Matt Miller of the Mothership Draft Analyst will join us a little bit later on as well. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Sign up for the newsletter. A lot of great things there. And it comes to you every day at 6 Eastern, Monday through Friday, recapping the show and giving you a heads up on other things happening with the program. Discover Credit Cards, our sponsor this hour. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Everything doubled. Cash back, trips, restaurants, doubled. You can learn more. Discover.com slash match. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. 877-3DP-SHOW, operator Tyler standing by. We say good morning to those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. Thank you for downloading the app. You can watch for free and our radio affiliates around the country as well. 877-3DP-SHOW, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, all the great cities that carry this program. Seahawks gave Geno Smith a three-year deal. And this is a win-win because I looked at Geno Smith and I thought, all right, had a really good year. 17 starts, 30 touchdown passes, 11 interceptions, led the league in completion percentage, career backup, and he has revitalized his career in Seattle. And I thought, okay, do something smart and find that kind of middle ground, that uh, safe landing for everybody. And I always go back to a quarterback like Mitchell Trubisky. If Trubisky said to the Bears, 
Pay me $28 million a year, $30 million a year. Give me three years for $95 million. Give me 60 guaranteed. He'd still be there. Now, you might say they're better off with Justin Fields, but I'm just talking about from the quarterbacking standpoint. When you go, hey, I'm next up. I want 45. I want 50. All I want to do is find a safe landing area where I can continue to be a starting quarterback, get great money, life-changing money, without going to a backup role with somebody else. And, and you know, it feels team-friendly. But Seattle had the leverage here because they could say to Geno, you know, we got a uh, top-five draft pick. We are going to use that on a quarterback. And they might use that on a quarterback because who knows the next time they'll be up in that area uh, of the draft. But for Geno, take the money, get the money, guaranteed money. You can be the starting quarterback for at least two more years. Maybe you're going to outplay the numbers in your contract. Maybe you would get another contract after this. But don't... It's like Daniel Jones with the Giants. Daniel Jones should be looking at that safe, soft landing area. Not $45 million a year. Because would I pay that based off one you know really good year? No, I wouldn't. Now, do I franchise him and say, all right, let me see you do it again? Even if you gave him the non-exclusive and you paid him $32 million, is somebody going to sign him to a deal and then give you two first-round draft picks for Daniel Jones? I don't think so. Therefore, I'd say to Daniel Jones, we'd still like you to be our starting quarterback, but we don't, we don't want to pay you what is commensurate to some of the great quarterbacks in the game. you got to make it a little team-friendly. Now, I'm all for the player getting whatever they can get, but you got to be smart in a situation like this because you don't want to you know, price yourself out of a starting job. And you're playing in New York. But if you want to bet on yourself, just say, you know, franchise tag me and I'll prove it again. You know, Saquon Barkley. What do you do with Saquon Barkley? Can you sign Daniel Jones and then franchise Saquon Barkley? As much as I like Saquon Barkley, I got to move on from that because of, you know, the value of a running back. I got two good years and two banged up years. Do I want to sign up and go, I'll give you four more years at $50 million? No, because you can find your running back. You can find running backs. And we've seen that the last few years. You know, how many teams have great running backs? They have versatile running backs. But these are some of the decisions you know, later today. Lamar Jackson, uh, I'm, I'm going to be proven right because this has been a mess. And I said this a long time ago. This, there's something going on here. And, you know, I put a lot of this on the Ravens. Because if the Ravens would have given Lamar Jackson a deal prior to that fifth year, then he'd already be locked up. Now, I, I understand they probably said, hey, let's, you know, let's have him do it again. Let's see if he can stay healthy. Whatever, whatever their logic was, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's going to hurt them. Because it's going to cost them at some point. And, you know, cost them a whole lot more. Because if they had had the deal done before Deshaun Watson went to Cleveland, then he would already be signed, and it wouldn't be an issue. Now, he might say, how can that guy get that kind of money? But, you know, we'll talk to Florio about this with Lamar Jackson. Like, what are the options here for the Ravens? And are the Ravens willing to put him out there and say, give us two first-round draft picks, and you can have him? Aaron Rodgers' situation. 
It's this is all gossip, whisper, innuendo. Although Trey Wingo, our good buddy, used to be at the mothership per sources, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets had conversations today. While nothing is imminent, Rodgers is open to the idea of going to New York. Okay. Not the person I would expect to be breaking this, but congrats to Trey Wingo. If you got some information there, you put it out there that Aaron Rodgers is open to playing for the Jets. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like if if I said to Aaron Rodgers, if I'm McAfee today and I'm talking to him, what does open to the Jets mean? Well, at first I'd say, uh, Trey Wingo has this report. Uh, Can you confirm this? Are you open to playing in New York? What is a conversation, Pat? What what is what is what is open mm-hmm. to? What is closed? Like my heart is open, my mind is open. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's going to give those metaphysical answers. Yes. And while nothing is imminent, what I mean, everything is imminent, isn't it? Or is nothing imminent? Go close myself off to the vibes. Yeah. You know, I I, I just think there's a higher source who's going to help me with this. I just I do. And, and it, I like to take my time with these things. I just, and Adam Schefter might be the higher source. Source is close to a higher source. Tell me this is what I need to do. It's just a different shade of green that I'm going to wear. I mean, I've had a moment of zen right now, please. Okay. But uh, I, I'm guessing he'll be on McAfee today. And then, uh, Pat, you know, go ahead and ask that question there. I'm curious what Aaron has to say. Because if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you want to play? Is that what this comes down to? Do you want to play? That's all I want to know. Do you want to play? Just help us with that. If I'm the Packers, just say, Aaron, do you want to play football? Yes or no? Oh, play. Hmm. I don't deal in yes or no's. I I mean, that's absolute, right? I don't do absolute. I don't do absolutes. Yeah. Absolute vodka, I do that. But that's only on draft night when you take Jordan Love. Uh, absolute. No. But that's all I want to know. Just, just help me understand that. Help me understand. Do you want to play football? And if you want to play football, do you want to play for Green Bay or Gang Green? Help us help you so then we can all move on with this. And yes, do I get tired of covering it? I do. But my job is to cover it. And we had information, new information with Trey Wingo. And I thought, all right, I'll put it out there. Let you consume that. We'll talk to Florio about that as well. Yes, Paul. I want to go back to Daniel Jones. I can't tell if he's a very good quarterback or not. He had half as many touchdown passes this year as uh, Geno Smith. 15 touchdowns, five picks. Very good ratio. Not great yardage. Who would you rather have right now? Forget cost and everything. Forget cost. Just talent. It's that close that I'm not sure. Daniel Jones is a good runner. But I don't want yeah, my running. I, I want a good passer. Me too. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm anti-runner. I, he can rush for 1,000 yards. He ran for 700 yes. and seven touchdowns. Yes, he, he can run for 1,000 yards if you wanted him to. Can he pass for 4,000? I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. But do I want him? If I could get him at the numbers I'm getting Geno Smith and I'm in the Giants, I'd be like, yes, that, that's great for us. But they're not even they're not even near that. Daniel Jones is reportedly wanting forty five million dollars a year. I I can't do that. I'd give him thirty two, the non exclusive franchise tag, and say do it again for us, 
And if somebody wants to trade for you and they want to give us two first-round picks, yes, all in favor of that, say aye. Aye? Yeah, Paulie. But it does feel like the Giants overachieved with him. And, and the fans are like, hey, we've, we're finally competitive. He was, he was, what, nine and six as a starter. They kill for that over there. They've been so bland since Eli left. And I think that's the... Well, they were bland when Eli yeah. was there, too. They're good, but bland. But, but Saquon Barkley had a great year, but do you want to sign him up? Now, granted, you know, it's, it's the most underpaid, important position we have. And, you know, Derrick Henry is going to be out there for somebody if they want him. Uh, but do I want to give Saquon Barkley another deal? A four-year deal? Probably not, unless it's team-friendly. I can't go, you know what, what's Alvin Kamara getting or Christian McCaffrey getting? I mean, you want to get that money, but then I, don't, I, I want the team to keep, if I want to stay with New York and I like what's going on here and we're building something, you're a playoff team, then I say, how do we make this work? We together make this work. Instead of, let me get top dollar, and then they're going to move on from you in two years. Yeah, Paul. If you guys were Saquon, would you take less to stay with the Giants? Because he is a star New York athlete. He really is. If you talk about who's the most jerseys you see around with kids, he is a star in this area of the country. Mm. And is there any cachet to that? He does seem to get a lot of sponsorships. Yeah. Would that not factor in? I don't think anybody outside of the New York area goes, man, can't wait to watch Saquon Barkley. I guess that's what When I'm he saying. was in college, yes. Now, no. I don't think he's must-see TV. I think he's a really good player. But I, I just don't want to spend that kind of money. Yeah, Marv. I think in this day and age, it really doesn't matter where you are anymore. I think maybe 25, 30 years ago, it really Well, the, N- the NBA, that's the case. I mean, you can be anywhere... And uh, if you're a quarterback in the NFL, you can be anywhere. I, I get that. But there, there are certain places. Like Josh Jacobs is a wonderful running back. But, you know, he's in Vegas, and I don't know if people go, oh, that's right, Josh Jacobs, great running back. You can get lost sometimes. Certain franchises you can get lost. But I, I think basketball doesn't matter where you play. I think with football as a quarterback, you're always going to stand out. Baseball, it does matter where you are. Yes, Eden. Yeah, it kind of feels like you could be anywhere, but it matters what team you're on at the same time. No. You know? I mean, there are, like you said, there are teams that for the longest time you could go to Jacksonville to disappear, but now they're probably a little more interesting. You know, so you might get some yeah. more yeah. run there. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Quick 30-second hypothetical. Because okay. the odds for Saquon Barkley are the top two teams are the Giants and the Bears. All right. Would you take four years and $50 million to play for the Bears or four years and $40 million to play for the Giants? Pretty big pay difference. I would want to stay with a better team. And it feels like you're building something there. So I'd want to stay with the Giants. Because uh, you, you're going to go to the Bears. You might not even be the best running back <laughs> on your team. It might be your quarterback <laughs> in New York. You don't want to get outrushed by your quarterback. Uh you know, but you talk about free agencies coming up here. And, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook in Minnesota, Joe Mixon in Cincinnati, they could be on their way out. Uh, the Vikings cut Eddie Kendricks. Uh, the Rams parted ways with Bobby Wagner. Uh, Allen Robinson's allowed to seek a trade. Jalen Ramsey could be on the way out. So free agency's just around the corner as well. And how that could affect what teams do in the offseason, how that could affect the draft. 
We'll have uh, that for you coming up. We'll get to phone calls. We'll settle on a poll question as well. We will uh, talk to Mike Florio coming up next. What would he do if he was Lamar Jackson? Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Oh, Traeger Grills. Sometimes I go outside, even though it's not a meat Friday, and I just go out into Traegerville, and we've got four Traegers. In fact, I can look on my monitor right here. We have a bunch of TV screens, and I have a TV screen that is fixed on the Traeger Grills. I can just watch them. And sometimes it's like watching your kids outside playing and just keeping an eye on them, make sure nothing happens. You know, I'm a little disappointed, too. The Traegers aren't covered up, so... That's something that needs to be addressed. Oh, boy. Yeah, with Tyler. That uh, there's two Traegers that have the coverings on them and then two Traegers that don't. And it's just a small thing, but uh, I will make sure that I tell Tyler about that. By the way, they have the uh, new Ironwood. Nice wood. We saw this at spring training when Chad and Traeger came out. And that thing is, it's like a mobile kitchen there. There's so many great things with Traeger, and make sure you find out everything about it, the uh, wood-fired flavor that's different than any other grill. Traeger.com today. Learn more, and make sure you use the promo code DP Show. Check out, and uh, you'll get some savings there, free shipping on everything. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Come up with a poll question here. Stat of the day. Play of the day. All of that forthcoming. 
When do we find out hand size from the combine for the quarterbacks, Paulie? I have it ready. Oh, you do? But I want to, like, you know, there's some news to hit, other things okay. that are big. But they're okay. ready. We're going to go step by step. Wow. Bigger than hand size day? Well, I think Joe Burrow's success mm. overcoming his minuscule hands has really taken the <laughs> hand size thing off the table for us journalists. Okay. Mike Florio could attest. He doesn't cover it like he used to. Yeah, but Kenny Pickett is the one that sounded the alarms. I don't remember as much with Joe Burrow as I do Kenny Pickett. Burrow, oh, Burrow's small hand success opened the door for Kenny Pickett. Mm. He's the forefather of small hands. <laughs> do you think when they write the history of the NFL, yes. they're going to talk about Joe Burrow's hands and what that meant to other quarterbacks with small hands? Clearly. Mm. He's Mike Florio. He's a busy guy. Pro Football Talk Live co-host precedes us with Chris Sims and contributor to Football Night in America. And he's got a, a novel out. It's about the mob. It's called Father of Mine, now available. Pre-order hitting bookshelves April 25th. Where'd that come from? Pandemic, sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> Pandemic, alcohol, cigars. The Bermuda Triangle of creativity. That should be the name of the book. <laughs> what? The Bermuda Triangle? Yes. Yeah. Pan pandemic. <laughs> whatever, hey, whatever happened to the Bermuda Triangle? Remember when that was a thing? Like any plane that yeah. flew over that area just disappeared. Any boat that went over that. And then we just never heard about it again. The Bermuda Triangle ended up in the Bermuda Triangle. I think I need to reach out to Kyrie Irving and get his thoughts on the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. <laughs> All right, Mike, we got uh, a busy day here with Franchise Tag Day. Explain the Lamar Jackson situation. What are the options for team and quarterback? Well, technically, first option is do nothing and let him become a free agent. They're not going to do that. Option two would be the transition tag, which would give them a right to match and no compensation. They're not going to do that. It comes down to the franchise tag. There's two levels. One, it's called the non-exclusive tag. That would result in a $32.4 million one-year contract for Lamar Jackson if he chooses to accept it. But before he accepts it, he'd have the ability to go out and talk to any team he wants as long as they have a first-round pick in 2023. Can't talk to the Dolphins, can't talk to the Saints, can talk to anybody with a first-round pick in 23 and 24. Could sign an offer sheet, Ravens can match it, and then they finally have a long-term contract with Lamar. Or they can say, thanks, you take him, we'll take your two first-round picks, 2023 and 2024. That's non-exclusive for 32.4. They can go exclusive, meaning he can't talk to anybody. He's under contract with them or no one unless they would trade him. That costs $45 million. And the key is year two. Because if you do a two-year franchise tag, non-exclusive, it's $71 million total. If you do two-year exclusive, it's $99 million total. That's why it's such a big decision for the Ravens. They're going to open the door to him possibly leaving at $32 million for this year, or they're going to slam that door shut and commit to forty-five. Is this all about Deshaun Watson? If, if Watson doesn't have that deal, is Lamar Jackson signed? Well, I have a feeling there would be something else just because, and, and look, I've, I've been on record from the moment Lamar Jackson entered the NFL without an agent. Of all the positions, quarterback needs an agent. You need a great agency that has experience negotiating complicated quarterback contracts. It's one thing to do your original contract because it's all slotted. It's easy. Second contract, 
tougher. And look, Dan, even if he does a long-term deal with the Ravens today, it doesn't change the fact that he could have had one in August and been paid for all of 2022 based on a higher contract instead of getting $23 million for the full season and now be in year two of that big money deal he turned down. So the Watson thing became kind of that focal point. Five years fully guaranteed. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. And we'll find out if they go non-exclusive. Is there a team out there that is currently that is ready to go five years fully guaranteed? Would the Falcons do it? Would the Commanders do it? Yeah, I I kind of wonder whether or not they're just kind of lurking in the weeds. Baltimore's close by. Hey, we'll do five years fully guaranteed. I'm about to sell the team. I'll give the league office the middle finger on the way out the door. <laughs> they don't like five year fully guaranteed contracts. I'll give him one. So I, it'll it'll be interesting to see if someone does it because I think if they if they can get one of these other teams can get Lamar to sign something other than five years fully guaranteed, maybe the Ravens match it. Somebody does a Deshaun Watson deal, could be gone. Geno Smith, that's a win-win for both sides, I would think. Uh, I don't know how much leverage he had. Uh, what did you make of Geno and the Seahawks? Well, I mean, bottom line is if they don't do that deal, they have to use the franchise tag or let him hit the open market. And I don't know what kind of a land rush there would have been for Geno Smith because it was one year. He had those eight years in the wilderness. I, I think it's a great stat. He made $17.5 million his entire career before this contract. This new contract pays twice that per year. And And a cautionary note, and this is more relevant to the Derek Carr contract because we've seen the real details. That first headline that comes out is almost always got a little BS baked into it. I haven't seen the Geno contract details yet, but three years, 105, maybe taking a liberty or two with the truth. Maybe it's a two-year deal. And it's and look, that's a fascinating wrinkle, Dan, because you got Pete Carroll out there making noise about using the fifth overall pick on a quarterback. Now, either that's just posturing to maybe trade out or it's real. The real details of the Geno Smith contract will show us whether they are making a three-year commitment. But if if what's been reported is accurate, $35 million a year for a guy who was forgotten, that's a damn good payday for him. I'm confused with the Daniel Jones situation of what he reportedly wants. And if I'm the Giants, I, I let somebody come and get Daniel Jones and give me uh, two first-round picks for him. That I, I, I can't go up to 45. But 32 sounds like a pretty good deal for a guy who's had one really good year. How do you think this plays out? Yeah, and Dan, when this news broke a couple of weeks ago that he had changed agencies from CAA to Athletes First, I mean, this isn't like he traded in some mom-and-pop operation for a high-end agency. He went from one high-end agency to another. So if CAA didn't get him $45 million a year or more from the Giants, Athletes First isn't going to get it either, yeah. especially when the Giants have the franchise tag at 32.4. You do it 32.4 this year, see what he does. If he's really good again, tag him again next year at a 20% increase. You're still at $36 million per year for two years, not 45. And here's the other side of it. You know, the Kirk Cousins path is two free agency or two franchise tags, excuse me, and then you go. Because the third year, it's a 44% raise over the second year. Well, you know what? The Giants could do that with Daniel Jones. Pay him $54 million in 2025, and the average would still be $42 million a year for the three years. So why would they ever yeah. give him anything close to that? Just go year to year under the franchise tag, and I fully expect that, that he'll be tagged today. When you get to this stage of the game, Dan, if you're the player, it's better to get tagged. 
because you still have until July 15 to do your long-term deal. Take the tag because the second time you're tagged, you get more money than you would the first time. The third time, they, they just, in most cases, can't do it. So all these guys who are looking at the tag today, they're better off just getting tagged. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, the show that precedes ours on Peacock. What do you think Aaron Rodgers says today to Pat McAfee about his future? Well, we are 52 weeks to the day from when Aaron Rodgers announced that he was staying with the Packers. And he said he's not going to hold the Packers hostage. I think he kind of already is in a passive-aggressive fashion. because He's like, oh, why does anybody need to know what I'm going to do? Well, because if they're going to trade you, these other teams need to know what they're going to do. The Jets need to know what they're going to do if they're the team that he's going to end up playing for. Dan, I get the impression the Packers are ready to move on. When Brian Gutekunst, the GM of the team, was asked last week about the quarterback situation, he didn't say, Aaron's our guy as long as he wants to be here. He said, Jordan Love is absolutely ready to start. What's that tell you? They would prefer that he, I believe, choose to move on. Now, if he decides he wants to create chaos and he says, I'm here, you owe me $60 million. I know I don't have a no trade clause, but I'm going to make it clear I don't want to play for anybody else. Who would trade for me if I make it clear I don't want to play for anybody else? Then they got a problem. They're going to have to start him and maybe trade Jordan Love, or or I, I can't imagine they wouldn't play him and pay him $60 million. But <laughs> it's, got, it's got to happen soon. After today, he is holding them hostage. He can't say he's not holding them hostage after today because this is basically the anniversary of when he let them know last year he was staying. But they can't trade him without his permission, even though he has a no-trade clause. No, he doesn't have a no-trade clause, but who's going to trade for him? I don't think he has a no-trade clause. It doesn't matter to me. Starting quarterback. No one is trading for a starting quarterback that doesn't want to go to that team because you want a guy who's going to show up early, stay late. You don't want a bare minimum guy, even though he's kind of already a bare minimum guy in Green Bay. You don't want a a quarterback who doesn't want to be on your team. Any other position – you say, hey, fine, you know what, Just sit at home. We don't care. If you're going to make the investment in a quarterback, he needs to be all in. So that's why I don't care about no trade clause. Like yesterday, Derek Carr got a no trade clause. It doesn't matter. Nobody's trading for that contract if he doesn't want to go to that team. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, all I'd want to know if I'm Green Bay is, Aaron, do you want to play football? That that right. Help us start right there. Right. And then where would you want to play? Because can Green Bay reach out to the Jets or do they – say to Aaron, you are free to, you know, find your passageway to whatever Nirvana is. Start the process. Well, Trey Wingo reported late last night, early this morning, that Rodgers talked to the Jets yesterday. And that skips the step of Rodgers getting permission to talk to anybody. And you would think last week in Indianapolis, somebody would have caught wind of the fact that the Packers had given Aaron Rodgers permission to talk to other teams. That's a pretty significant story that we in the media business would like to report and make a little money off of, frankly. So it's odd that we go from nothing to he's talking to the Jets. And maybe they did. Maybe they did keep that middle step under wraps. I don't know. But if if that report's accurate, he's talking to the Jets and we'll see what's going to happen. But Dan, I'm having a hard time. And Sims and I talk about this almost every day. Who really wants this guy right now? And everything that goes along with him, he's taken that heel turn over the past couple of years. He's not going to be as popular. It's not going to be like bringing Brady. And I mean, you take a Brady number 12 jersey and a Rodgers number 12 jersey with a new team, same team, Brady's going to sell a hell of a lot more of them than Aaron Rodgers right now. Yeah, if I'm the Jets, um, I, I would have gone after Derek Carr. 
uh, like I liked four years that I know I'm getting four years as opposed to I'm getting one and then am I getting another one and then what goes along with that with Aaron and obviously he's a better quarterback but I I, I have to I mean I got to think about the stability of a young team right. you know somebody who's going to provide leadership and I do look back at what Derek Carr did with the Raiders on a team that perennially had terrible defenses and he still you know, hung in there when they had that year of disaster. He he had a, you know, he righted the ship. So I, I would rather have that than I would, you know, Aaron and the potential that he brings along with him. Hey, hey Dan, you're, you're going to commit to $60 million for this year alone as he walks through the door. And you're going to give the Packers something to get him. And you don't know whether he's going to be there after this year. And, okay, fine, offseason program starts in April. Is he, is he going to show up or not? Yeah. Because what have we seen the past couple of years in Green Bay? He doesn't show up. Yeah. And then we wonder why he doesn't click with his receivers until November. I mean, I thought the guy was smart. Look at Patrick Mahomes last year. Tyreek Hill's gone. What did he do? He went above and beyond. He took the guys to Texas. He worked with his guys on his own. He sent notes to Andy Reid about what guys do well. Aaron Rodgers, standoffish, aloof, absent, and, and what happens? These new guys who grew up in awe of Aaron Rodgers didn't get comfortable until November. <laughs> and they came within a week of making the playoffs. So if he's going to play for the Jets, the Packers, whoever, I need to know this guy is all in. And if I'm the Jets, I, I, I'm very concerned about it. And look, Tiki Barber made this point a couple of weeks ago. He knows that New York media market. Aaron Rodgers in the New York media? First press conference? You think they're going to tiptoe around him the way they have in Green Bay for the last 15 years? Hell no. I, and I, I'm kind of rooting for that because I like a little <laughs> chaos. But I, I just, it, there's a lot, you know, it, it, it may feel really good on the way in for Jets fans. It, it could get rocky quickly. Rich Eisen was uh, tap dancing yesterday a little bit. He was uh, talking about rumors that he heard at the Combine. And, and, and Rich knows this, or he should know this, that even if you put out a rumor that you heard, it becomes a report it doesn't take long for that where somebody does put it into context. And Rich was saying, hey, you know what? Brady's retired and everybody's moved on. And but, you know, this is like bar talk where he's like, you know, what? I, Dolphins, Tom Brady wouldn't rule that out. OK, there's nothing to substantiate that. So how do you deal with a rumor like that? Well, it's funny, and, and I don't want to speak out of school, but I spoke to Rich last night because I wanted to make sure I properly couched what he said and what he didn't say. Look at you and being a journalist. And he was very reticent <laughs> about, you know, I don't want to do this. I said, dude, I've been doing this for 22 years. It's okay. It, it actually works. We're trying to set the narratives. We're trying to push the envelope. It's okay. Embrace it. But but he, he was very clear yeah, he's not saying that Brady's telling people he's going to play. He's not doing any of that stuff. He's just passing along things he heard in Indy. And, Dan, how can there not be a sense that maybe Brady's going to come back? We've seen it with Favre. We saw it with Brady last year, even though I think he knew damn well he was playing in 2022 when he retired. This year, though, he could pass a lie detector test right now. Are you retired? Yes, I am. Come June, he may feel differently. Come July, he may feel differently. The most telling fact to me, on one of the episodes of his podcast after he retired, Jim Gray said to him, you once said you would retire when you suck. You don't suck. Why are you retiring? And he said, I believed it when I said it. That, that is a great get out of jail free card. 
I believed it when I said it. I, I'm not lying. I mean, George Costanza should have embraced this. I wasn't lying. I believed it when I said it. <laughs> you can you can have a lot of power in that statement. So I'm not ready to believe we won't see him. He is uh, Mike Florio. The uh, new mob novel, Father of Mine, now available for pre-order. Hits uh, bookshelves April 25th. Thank 499. you. Four ninety nine. Less oh. than a pack of smokes. Wow. Four ninety nine. I love Giving it. Giving them away. Yeah. Uh, great. Right. Great to talk to you. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Dan. See Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host. Yeah, Rich put that out there about the rumors. Florio deals with this all the time. Like, I'm hearing or, you know, sources close to. Here's the whispers that are going on. But we do attach. It doesn't take long. I, I've said before, this is what I'm hearing. This is not what I'm reporting. This is what I heard. It doesn't matter. People are going to take it, and then it becomes a report. Now, all of a sudden, Tom Brady, Dolphins, question mark. <laughs> I could just imagine when Florio's going, so Rich, tell me exactly what, well, I, you know, I'm just, I heard this, yeah. I, you know, I'm telling, you know, that's when, you know, all of a sudden when the internet's coming after you, like, wait a minute, you report it. No, I didn't report. I just said this, this is what I hear. And, and I really, I've, I, I, I really dislike I'm hearing because it's, it's kind of a cheap way of not reporting but you're still getting your name out there and you're putting something out. Hey, I, I was first to say it, you know, I'm hearing. And if it goes wrong, you just said, hey, I didn't report it. I was just hearing it. But if it's right, then you're like, yep, I, I had that. Let me take a break. Got our play of the day up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Oh, my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Left side, got it! Check this out. Ten on the shot clock. Slauson has it middle of the floor. Long three over Hankton. Straight away. Got it. Jalen Slauson on fire. And Furman by eight. Dribbling on the left side. Into the paint. Feeds a cutting. Slauson two-handed jam. Down the lane. He got past Stevens. 156 to go. Furman by nine. That's courtesy Furman Radio Network. Furman going to the big dance. Punching their ticket last night. Play of the day. Brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. U.S. News recently named Simply Safe the best home security system of 2023. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a couple of minutes. SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We'll get to phone calls coming up. It's quarterback hand size day. We'll have that for you coming up at the top of next hour. We start out with Andrew in Washington, who is back. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and Danette. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I just had a little take on John ja Morant and that situation, maybe some things behind the scenes, and then also I have a stat of the day. So I just think that Dylan Brooks just needs to be off the team. I think that he brings an element and an mm. attitude to the to the team. But then if you're supposed to be the leader and the best player, John ja Morant has to be the toughest too. So he's being fake tough by showing these guns and, and, and having these so you know alleged incidents at his house. I just think it just brings on a, a bad atmosphere. There's a report this morning that even Stephen Adams told the team in a yeah. team-only meeting, you know, hey, don't go out when we're on the road, and we need more discipline. So I think they need to listen to that because they don't even have a player on their roster that's 30 years old. They're the youngest team. So, um, anyways, beyond that, I hope it does resolute and he does get better because he's an awesome talent. I think he has a lot to offer the NBA, and I think, you know, he can learn from this and become uh, maybe a spokesman for what not to do you know, when you're young and, and so talented as he is. But on that note, I, I do have a stat of the day. All right, Marv, hit the music. Tyrese Halliburton had 40 points in a loss last night. He also dished out 16 of 5th, which is 5th most in NBA history for a 40-point game. And most assists when scoring 40 points since... February 17, 2021. Stat of the day brought to you by Penny and the America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind? Hey, what up, though? One time for chat. Rodan. Uh, 
just real quick about the John Moran situation, I heard what the last caller was saying. One person that had a really good take on it was Jalen Rose. I actually worked with the officer that interacted with Jalen, kind of told him, you know, you need to cut the, cut the mess out. And I'm happy that it happened at this time in his career because he has to learn that you can do so much with your platform. I mean, the reverberations of Derek, uh, uh, what's his name, Derek Coleman's first contract, when he got that first super contract, we got uh, basketball courts and gyms and all kinds of stuff around Detroit because of that, man. He was able to bring us up out of poverty and help out with, help people that needed to be helped. My question to you, though, Dan, is this. With Derek Carr signing that contract and him being something like 63 and 80 and Lamar, he's like 50 and 21, does that help or hurt his chances? Because if I'm Lamar Jackson, I want to go somewhere where they want me, not where they have to figure out if they can afford me or this, that, and the other. If he gets somewhere like the 49ers, man, it's pretty much over with. Well, he's not going to get to the 49ers. I'd love to see him with the Atlanta Falcons. Have him play half his games indoors. They got some young talent there. That would be fun. And if you're Atlanta, now you have you have somebody who makes you relevant if, if it comes to that. But it's just clunky with the Ravens. And at some point, if, if, and maybe Lamar Jackson's already there, where he's just saying, you know what, this isn't where I want to be. If it's this difficult, I don't want to be here. And they may say, look, we just have to do the math here. We're not going to give you that kind of money. Where, you know, if you want to franchise him or you want to see if somebody's going to give you two first-round picks for him, then you roll the dice with something like that. But it just feels like it, it's just really cumbersome to try to get this done. There's no celebratory feel to this that, hey, we are going to pay you because you deserve it. And a lot of people have had comments about John Moran. Look, being a parent, I can give you from a parental view but I, I'm not in that situation, and I don't know John Morant. I, I think we all want to give perspective to it, but I don't have that. To be young, rich, black, and 23, I can't help you with any of those. But I can try to understand how you can get into these situations and how you need people. I've said this before about Memphis, even before this. You need to have a leader on that team. I didn't think Ja was the leader. I didn't think Dylan Brooks was a leader. I thought, you know, Steven Adams could be the leader. And maybe he is. And maybe these younger players aren't going to listen to him. I would probably view this as we're going to pretend to listen to Steven Adams. And then they're going to do what they want to do. Yeah, Mark. Is that why in the NBA you see so many guys that stay around longer than they probably should because they're quote-unquote good locker room guys? Well, Udonis Haslam is still there with the Miami Heat. And you know what? When you have a uniform on... It's different than if you have a suit on. When you are in uniform, you're one of us. When you have a suit on, you're one of them. And I think Udonis Haslam has helped the Miami Heat out, you know, considerably, immeasurably. But with John Morant, I, you know, Colorado authorities are looking into the gun. And I said before, and, and this is from somebody who used to be a police officer, if you show a gun, it's different. If you want to say, I've got a gun, that's one thing. If you are displaying a gun, showing a gun, flashing a gun, that means something different to a lot of different people. Thankfully, nothing happened here. Hopefully, John Morant, in two years, three years, five years, looks back and said, I don't know what I was thinking. Or, here, it's a cautionary tale. Or, let me tell 
younger players and what I did, and this is what you don't do, because you have you're the you're the future of the NBA. You could be the best American-born player in the NBA. He's got that trajectory. You've got everything. You don't need to prove you're something that you're really not. Focus on just being a great basketball player. You don't have to be anything more than that. It'll all take care of itself. How did the combine affect the draft? We'll explore that coming up. And hand size for quarterbacks. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 